Good Black Friday morning. Welcome to Let's Open the Bible. Gavin and Russ here. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning. Did you rush out at 3 o'clock in the morning and get all the deals? I did not. I didn't have a football helmet and shoulder pads to go out and brave the crowds. You know, it's amazing to me how many, every year it seems like there's a story of, of two people getting in a fight over a shopping cart or, you know, over the last soccer ball that was on sale for $1.50 or whatever it is. And, and you know, some a lot of times it seems like the stories that we hear about those situations are are not between immature young people but immature older people yeah uh, you know that know better well two things jump out at me one I, i've said this you know a lot of the problems that you have in church are very similar to the problems that you deal with with children um and but we you know whereas a kid would come to you and say they, they were in a fight and you'd say well just stop fighting each other go to your rooms get away from each other in a church everybody thinks they're justified in having those same type of dif- disagreements. You know, we all feel justified in having those. But, but the other thing is I, I'm a believer that all, all sin, um, it, it, it ties back to how God created us with certain desires and those desires are good and God created us to want things, but then the perversion of those things leads to sin, yeah. right? So let me walk through this. I think that we understand to get something that is of great value, especially if it's at a discounted price, is a beautiful thing. And so we long for things of value. We just don't always value the right things. That's a God-given desire to, to seek after that which we value. And he is our treasure and our very great reward. And we should we should want him like that. We should pursue him like that. We should let nothing come between God and us pursuing him like that. So, so again, we get sidetracked on the lesser pleasure and pursue it like we ought to pursue God. It's, it's exactly the story of Hosea and Gomer. It's what Israel did. It's what we do. It's what Gomer did. We pursue the gifts of God rather than the God that gives those gifts. Yeah, man, that's well said. Well, you know, and of course on this this Black Friday, it has, even as we're uh, still maybe uh, picking over the carcass of the turkey or whatever it is, uh, we, we kick off officially the shopping season for Christmas, uh, and which should be the reason for the season is Christ. Oftentimes, the real reason for the season is to accumulate more stuff, and we don't want to berate anybody. We want you to right. go and enjoy the holiday season and and all that comes with that. Well, let's make it a little more noble then, because I think this is our family is a good thing, right? Well, yeah, uh, money is a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. it, the the pursuit of it is you know the root of evil, but uh, uh, a root of evil, but but money is not a ba- it's a great servant. It's a horrible master, but a great servant. Yeah. It's when we get, I love that, that uh, idolatry is wrongly ordered affection. Yeah. When it's good that you spend time with family. It's just not good when family becomes God. Yeah. It's good that you work hard to to provide for your family with finances and, and money and material things that we enjoy. You know, we are to be content with food and with clothing. Paul tells us that. So it's good that we can provide those things. It's just bad when they become God. You know, so so uh, uh, we just want to keep maybe Jesus is the reason for the season and work hard to keep the order right. Yeah, and so as we conclude this week on Thanksgiving, we can still celebrate and give thanks yes. even in the wake of the day of Thanksgiving because we never we should never not give thanks. Right. Yes. Yeah. And 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 to be sometimes we're, we we oh well you know Dad bought me a new TV and I don't want to become materialistic. Maybe just thank you. Be grateful yeah. and just make sure it has its proper place in your heart. Work for that. Um, uh, I, w- real quick, when do you play Christmas music? I'm subject to play Christmas music in July. I mean, just any random time. But I, I don't really start in earnest 
usually around this time, actually, is when okay. I started in earnest. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting because we know that Jesus most likely, you know, it was not born in this time of year. So that's interesting that you play Christmas yeah. music in July as well. Well, you know, I'm, I'm rocking kind of, around the Christmas tree. That's right. <laughs> you know, I got a, I got a healthy, uh, uh, an abundantly healthy uh, Christmas playlist that I dust off every so often and just kind of jam favorite, out. Favorite Christmas album? Uh, not album, but song. I, I, I love most renditions, not all, but most renditions of the little drummer boy. I, I love the concept that, uh, you know, I, he had no gift um, worthy to bring to the king. You know, I, I just love that because, that man, that, is, that this is so true. We have nothing to bring, you know, really. Man, you're making me feel bad. Like I, I love the spiritual component, but I don't. I, that song's not one of my favorite. And well, I love. You, I, I, you know, you should be okay. No, I should be okay. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But uh, but I like the. Ironically, Neil Diamond has a, a Christmas album that I think is pretty okay. I would and, have yeah, guessed isn't that, that. Ironic, yeah. isn't that 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 uh, that a Jewish man has a Christmas album that that I enjoy, and then Sinatra but is another. He probably one. released it in Britain. That's probably why you like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a big Sinatra guy, so I like. You're the he, one. I knew yeah. he had a fan somewhere. Yeah. Well, he has plenty of fans, but he's not the uh, the most admirable of men. Who so. Who is? Yeah. Christ. That's why we. That's what we exactly. celebrate. Exactly. Right? That's why the, we celebrate. That's why we give thanks. The King of Glory. And so, with that, let's turn to Isaiah 55, shall we? That sounds good. Let me uh, open some prayer, and then maybe why, you can read that. Why don't we flip that? Okay. Open some prayer, and I'll read it. The big words make me stumble. I understand. All right. Heavenly Father, uh, what a beautiful opportunity that we have this time of year to, to thank you, to thank you for family, to thank you for food, to thank you for clothing, to thank you for houses, to thank you for even the things that we are going out, uh, maybe even this very day, to, to purchase for those that we love. It is far uh, greater to give and more blessed to give than to receive, it, and we are thankful for that opportunity. Heavenly Father, I do pray I beg you that in my heart, in the hearts of those that are listening, that you would cause this season, cause us to pause and to consider the great gift. Uh, God, you are much more than that, but you are a great gift, our treasure and our great reward. And we don't get you unless you give us yourself. Uh, you loved us first. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and you have no money. Or, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Man, what a great, what a great word. Tell us, Gavin, what is what do you feel about this passage? <laughs> <laughs> he set me up for that. One of my least favorite questions is what do you think this passage means? Um, you know, uh, what does it mean to you is actually the one yeah. that really that really uh, tell makes us, me so. pontificate on what this passage means to you. What does it mean to you? That's not the important question. It's what's the How what do is, you feel what is about God this? communicating through his his perfect, inspired, inerrant, sufficient word? Um so where do we start? It's, it's an invitation. Oh, yeah. Uh, and what a great invitation, too. An invitation to a relationship. Okay. Next, it's, a, it's an acknowledgment of, of need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physical need. Well, it's a spiritual reality. So but, you, yeah. you've got to acknowledge. Um, 
come everyone who thirst. And then there's there's the uh, there's the satisfying water. And I, I love that too because they, of course that you know points forward to Jesus at the sure. well, the woman at the well. Oh yeah, the water that satisfies. The living water, the water that washes. That wells up in us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love that. I, I love the study of the tabernacle. And you go through the tabernacle and each of the elements, just it's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's pointing us. The one who tabernacled among us. He dwelt among us. That word there is tabernacled. He yeah. tented yeah. among us. And so so the tabernacle is just pointing to Jesus. And and part of that is the living water, the, the bronze laver full of the water that washes us. Uh, and so, yeah, come and, to the water. And then Paul would later call himself his body, the tent. Mm. You know, yeah. as God tabernacles, not just with us, but in, in us. us. Yeah. yeah. How good is that? Yeah. You like that's, that? It's amazing. Come eat and buy. Right. So uh, you, you should come to, to Jesus and, and, and like the uh, Matthew 5, blessed are those who are spiritually broken. Mm. You should come to that place and you go, well, I want to buy it. It's beautiful. It's good. I just don't have the money. Yeah. You know, my brother-in-law is famous for that. We yeah. go out to eat, and it's his alligator turn to pay. Arms. Oh, God, I just didn't bring my wallet. I love the alligator arms yeah. where you're like, you want to pay, but you can't reach the bill. Yeah, you know, the bill's a get little there. too far away, but That's somebody on the else other side of the up. table. Yeah. 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 Jesus says, don't worry about it. I got it. Well, that's, I think it's worry about it. I got it. I, th- I think we should. I think we should come to a place in our lives where we go, God, we realize that we are spiritually broken. Yeah, like we 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 pull out our pockets and say, God, we have nothing to offer you. Because I think a lot of us come to to, to church, um, and and we say well, we we've got a lot to offer God. And I think baptism, this baptism service that we did a while back, was a declaration that we have been crucified with Christ. We we've got nothing. We've died in ourselves, and we now we're covered in Christ, and we walk in Him. So yeah, we, we, it's a serious thing. It should scare us. I, I love Revelation 5 where you're looking around for someone worthy to open the seal. Like you're looking around. Yeah, and they're there's, weeping. There's no one worthy. Yeah, they're weeping. And then you hear, come. The spirit and the bride say, come. come. Man, that's good. All right, so uh, he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Wait, how are you going to buy somebody else's money? The blood of Christ. Yeah. He picked we, up the tab. We are bought and we are paid for. Yeah, you are Eat. not your own. Eat. Be full. All right, so come and buy mush and oatmeal uh, without money and without price. Boy, nothing gets you excited uh, for food more than mush and oatmeal. But you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, I think we've re- referenced this before, but uh, Matrix, the Matrix movie, is, you know, we could live in that world where there's just what I don't, bleh, right? Oh, yeah, gruel. But it says, come and buy wine. And milk mm. without it. God is a is a good God and lavishes good gifts upon us. And he's not chintzy and he and and we have an abundant life. And uh yeah, so it's it's wine, it's celebratory, it's good, it's festive, it, it's enjoyable. And I like what he says there in verse two. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Yeah. We're oh, not yeah. we're not getting scraps. Right. Yeah. Can, can, can we hop to maybe Psalm uh, 63 real quick? And, and, and I just want to fly through Psalm 63. If, if you're listening, please hop there. I'm going to fly through it. I won't explain it well. Not if you're well. driving. I'm sorry? Not if you're driving. Yeah, not if you're driving. 
that's a good warning. All right. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. It's exactly what we're talking about. Man, this is a desperate person. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory. God is good. You recognize that he's good. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. Um, And it goes on. But that's that good, rich food that is the relationship that we have with God. Mm, So good. Yeah. Man, I love that. Yeah, that's so much to be thankful for. Yeah, but but coming to, desperate for God is in a dry and weary land. You know, I, I I don't know how often we get there where we are that parched. Um, we have a fast food place on every corner. You know, when we talk about hunger, it's probably missing a meal. Now there, are, I'm sure there are some, maybe even listening, that are in much more dire uh, circumstances and a more dire situation. But most of us, if we get hungry, we have to wait an hour before we can run by McDonald's or go to the grocery store and pick something up or even go home and grab a snack. But this is a this is a desperate person for the goodness of God. Yeah, I think to kind of pick up spiritually, I, I think we are we are many of us are are parched. Physically, I think many of us have lost sight of what it is to be hungry. And yes. we um Spiritually, we're parched and don't realize it because we've, we've maybe lost sight of what it is to be filled. Right. Well, I also think uh, we don't fast as much as we ought. Yeah. And fasting is, is, is in part to declare that we ought to long for God's word. Man doesn't live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We are to long for God's word like that. Um, I just I, I don't want to let us let this, this passage uh, slide by with, uh, without getting into Isaiah 55 too, where it says, and, your, uh, and you, your labor for that which does not satisfy. Mm. Um, we are insatiable in and of ourselves. Uh, Rockefeller, and I've heard it attributed to many other people, but Rockefeller famously said, and I believe it was him, uh, how much is enough? And he said just a little bit more. One dollar more. Yeah, yeah. You're ne- you are, the self is insatiable. And so when we are running out on Black Friday, we're going to buy something that uh, Pastor Matt Chandler has, uh, has said will either be in someone else's house, in a junkyard, or in a corner of your house collecting dust, something like that, right? So that thing that you have to have this year, don't think it's in ever, it was never intended to satisfy you. Yeah, well, and, and actually in my studies for on stewardship, uh, Randy Alcorn said, you know, if you want to show, you want to teach your children uh, about this uh, never-ending thirst for more, take them to a junkyard and show them all of the things that relationships were broken over, you know, all these treasures that people oh, wow. just had to have. Wow. Yeah. They're in the junkyard. Yeah. And you have to have... I mean, I mean, can you imagine people losing their witnesses on, on Black Friday? People losing their witnesses because they value that television, that computer, that... $1.99 soccer ball that you were talking about more than they do their witness for Christ wow. or, or more than they do Christ himself. And, yeah. and that, that, I, I want to be careful throwing those wild accusations, but there are some that would rather have a TV than Jesus. So, you know, and, and yeah. so, so what you're willing to sacrifice. Yeah. That's, it, that's and so it good. doesn't satisfy. No, you're going to get it. Maybe at well, best you get it. I describe it a lot of times as the difference between cotton candy and steak. You know, when we're hungry, 
Um, and, and, you know, we can eat cotton candy and it tastes good and it's sweet, right? But it doesn't fill us. And that is the material stuff that is, you know, I'm making that allusion to material stuff that just doesn't satisfy and, and God representing the stake, you know, when we, when we just feast on the Lord, when we get in his word, when we, when we commune with him, he alone truly satisfies. Yeah. So you ask yourself then on on your average work week uh, or average week, everything should, can be worship everything. And I want to recognize everything, whether you eat or drink, you can do it to the glory of God. But how much do you labor for that, which does not satisfy verse? How much do you labor for that, which you lay up as a treasure in heaven? Yeah. No, I, yeah. Mm. That, so, that's the key. You know, how much are you pointing yourself towards the right thing? There's an interesting phrase here. Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in rich food. Yeah, it's uh, delight yourself in, in... But but why preface it with listen diligently to me? I think God's word is the way that we can identify yeah. what is good food. Right. We, th- there was a time when there weren't labels on food that gave you every breakdown of the nutrients in, in them, right? You know, I mean, there. I don't know when that became, when we legislated those onto the boxes of food products. But, but the word tells you what is good and what is healthy and what is to be avoided. Uh, and, and so the nu- nutritional value of our life is listed in, in God's word. So listen, listen, and then eat. Sweeter than honeycomb. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, Gavin, this has been a great week as we've talked about Thanksgiving, and and I love that we've ended here uh, just being reminded uh, once again uh, of our Lord who truly satisfies. And, uh, man, I've enjoyed this week. I hope that the listener, I hope that you have as well. I hope that you've paused and and praised God and, and given thanks to God, and we'll continue to do that. Please, please don't let the busyness of the Christmas season, which is now officially, I think, upon us. Please don't let that rob you of your of your communion with the Lord, of your joy in the Lord. Don't don't please don't let it be drudgery uh, to celebrate Christ as much as possible. Uh, just enjoy Him. Right. Well, and I don't know that we said it, and you close right after this. But but uh, come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. That's that's the living water of Jesus. I know we mentioned it, but I so. I don't know that I was really clear. You're not coming to food. You're not coming to church. You're not coming to, you're, you're coming to a right relationship with God and he, and he will satisfy. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, have a great weekend. Find a house of worship and praise God. Lift your prayers to God. Uh, sit under sound biblical teaching and we'll see you on the other side of the weekend. Until then, keep opening the Bible. God bless. Thank you.